Welcome to the 19th episode of the Padres podcast for 2022. A message of hope and encouragement for those serving in the British Army, and in particular at the CMC, the Combat Manoeuvre Centre, based here in Bovington and Lulworth in Dorset. This is Padre Matt Leeds, and I welcome you to the Padres podcast community. I'm a regular army chaplain with a Christian worldview, but whatever your viewpoint on faith and belief in the forces, the Padres podcast is designed to stimulate your mind and strengthen your spirit to enable you to play your full part in our shared business of defence. So, following a mini-series of three podcasts on why do I need faith, hope and love leading up to remembrance, I'm switching tack now, looking towards Christmas and focusing on the Christmas story. It's pretty familiar to us all, Joseph and Mary travelling from Nazareth on a donkey to Bethlehem where Jesus was born. But here's my question. Who was the real Joseph? And why was he chosen to be the earthly father of this baby, born as Christians believe to be the saviour of the world? It's great to have with me, as a reader for this Padres podcast, a young trooper in training here in Bovington, whose name is Joseph. I hope he and you too will be interested to learn a bit about the man whom he's named after. Who was he? Where did he come from? And what was his character? So let's get to it. Who was the real Joseph? Well, it's got to be said, little is actually spoken about in the Bible about Joseph, the fiancé, later husband of Mary. Interestingly, of the four Gospels, only Matthew, my own namesake, mentions him in any detail. Mark doesn't even mention him at all. Luke does, but focuses almost exclusively on Mary. And John only mentions him twice, but each time talking about Jesus being the son of Joseph. So let's focus on what Matthew says about him. Well, the first thing we learn is that he was a descendant of King David of the tribe of Judah. It was for that reason that he had to return from Nazareth, where he lived and worked, back to Bethlehem, the ancestral city of David. We know that Joseph was a tecton, that's a Greek word translated as carpenter, but more realistically, a worker in wood and stone, so more akin to a general builder or a handyman we'd perhaps call him today. Living in Nazareth, it is likely that he was engaged locally in building and maintaining houses, which is probably how he came into contact with the young Mary, possibly through fixing her parents' house and through the social and worshipping life of this small town. As to his age, well, it's most likely that he was a young man in his late teens, early twenties, strong, mature and ready to settle down with a wife and make a home ready for raising a family. He was described by Matthew as a righteous man, i.e. he trusted God and was faithful to him. And for this reason, God chose him to be a husband to Mary and ultimately as a father to Jesus. What we also know about Joseph is that he faced an incredible dilemma. Whilst engaged to Mary, he learnt of her being pregnant and not by him. He would doubtless have come to the logical conclusion that she had been with another man. What a nightmare. He resolved to break off the engagement and, as Matthew says, not to disgrace her, but to let her go quietly. As I say, what a nightmare. What happened next was that in a dream, 
Joseph was visited by the Archangel Gabriel, who told him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That was a wow moment, if ever there was one. Was this young guy strong enough to face the shame of the community and stand by his fiancée Mary whilst she and he were ridiculed and shunned by their community? Well, that's exactly what he did. And for sure, he gets my total respect for doing so. I can't help wondering if I would have had the courage to trust Gabriel's advice and to be a father to a child whom I knew was not my own. But then Jesus was no ordinary child. Listen now, as one of our troopers in training, Joseph, no less, reads for us from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, all about Joseph's dilemma and why he deserves all of our respect for his courage. Bible reading is taken from the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew, the first chapter and reading from verse 18. Who was the real Joseph? This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to, engaged to be married to Joseph, but before marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was the righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus for he will save the people, his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke, he did, not, he did as the angel of the Lord commended, commanded and took Mary as his wife but he did not have a sexual relations with her until her son was born and Joseph named him Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Well, my thanks to Joseph for reading so well and for taking the trouble to contribute to the Padres podcast. So what can we take away from Matthew's account of Joseph's role in the Christmas story to encourage us and to give us hope as we reflect on our question, who was the real Joseph? Takeaway number one is this. It's clear that life sometimes throws you a curveball. For sure, finding out that his fiancée was already pregnant was a massive curveball for Joseph. And the question is, how well did he handle it? The answer is, in my opinion, exceptionally well. He could have gone with his gut feel and break, broken off the engagement, which, as we learned, was his original plan. But to Joseph's credit, he listened to the angel Gabriel, 
he followed his advice, which was do not be afraid. And he ventured courageously into the unknown and resolved to stand by Mary. He knew that he had to travel to register in the census to Bethlehem, some 70 miles away. So he took her with him, by donkey no less, and he cared for both her and the newborn baby, Jesus. Now, I take my hat off to Joseph. What a dilemma and what a decision he took and what a dude he was to do this against all the odds. Joseph showed himself to be a real man. He was righteous, tick. He was responsible, tick. He was also resolute, tick. Joseph knew the role that he was being asked to perform and to my mind, he nailed it. Takeaway number two. It's interesting to me that the first words the angel Gabriel said, both to Joseph and to Mary, were, do not be afraid. Fear, as I said in my remembrance reflection in the Tank Museum, is a perfectly natural human emotion. But if you think about it, we are often fearful of what might happen in the future, not necessarily what will happen. The antidote to fear, I said in the reflection, is not merely fortitude, i.e. strength, but that's necessary, but it's also faith. In our army training, we learn to trust our courage, moral and physical. Indeed, it's one of our British Army core values. But I would add trust in God as the icing on the cake of courage, if you like, when we are faced with fear. And I commend it to you. Finally, takeaway number three. In order to answer our question, who was the real Joseph? Well, I suggest he was just an ordinary guy, just like many of you listening, through whom God did an extraordinary thing. He wanted to do the right thing, and God knew that, because he knows us inside out. Looking at the way he cared for Mary, his fiance then wife, and the way he cared for their son Jesus, raising him first to be a carpenter like him, then the Messiah that he was destined to be. Well, I take my hat off to him for being a man of great character. And character is more important to God than status or even capability. So here's a question. Could you have been Joseph? Is it in your heart to do the right thing, to be righteous, responsible, resolute, you're not going to be asked to raise Jesus the Messiah. That role is already gone. But God can and will use you to do extraordinary things of your own if you're prepared to trust him, to go before you into the unknown, to go beside you on your journey, and to have your back through thick and thin. It's worth a thought. Joseph may not be the central figure in the Christmas story, but he is certainly an inspiration to me, and I hope to you also. And so we come to a time of prayer, asking for God's protection over our forces deployed and serving at home, and for our families and friends who support us as we do so. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't have to face all that life throws at us alone, but that you promise to be with us wherever we go. You watch over us when we are awake and when we're asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. You strengthen our hearts to serve you as we strive for peace, and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the British Army, and the safekeeping of those loved ones we care for. 
in whatever circumstances we find ourselves, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and not to ask for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. And the traditional words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we have it, the 19th of 22 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2022, answering the question, who was the real Joseph? My thanks to Trooper Joseph for his reading of Matthew's Gospel, chapter one, and for being prepared to have a go and support the Padres podcast whilst he's in training here at the Combat Manoeuvre Centre in Bovington. If you're new to the Padres podcast, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As I said at the beginning, all episodes are there for you to browse on Spotify or on your own chosen podcast platform. They're all under 15 minutes, so do feel free to take a listen. In a fortnight's time, I'll publish episode 20, continuing to ask questions about the real characters in the Christmas story. Next time, who was the real Mary? If that interests you, then if you follow on Spotify or subscribe on your podcast platform, then it'll be there waiting for you when it lands on Friday morning and you'll get a notification on your mobile device. Until next time, therefore, I'm going to finish this episode with a reminder of the angel Gabriel's command to Joseph in verses 20 and 21 from the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. As a Christian, I for one am full of respect for Joseph and Mary, as I'll explain next time. Jesus was born into their family, but he came for all humankind to save us from our sins, And I, for one, am immensely grateful for that. How about you? This is Padre Matt, and this is the Padres Podcast.